You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, too. Hell, wherever you get your pods. You can follow us on Twitter as well at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nod of the Scribe. Also, make sure you check out Thursdays on the Locked On NBA podcast. Jackson Gatlin and Matt Moore. They'll have game recaps and analysis of the biggest NBA headlines. You can follow the Locked On NBA podcast today wherever you get your podcast. We still have leftover questions. We apologize for not giving you an episode yesterday. It's going to be a little... Current in- events gotten in the way. That, that, that was my fault, guys. Current events kind of gotten away. And having to contribute to um, my actual day job, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of got in the way, and I apologize greatly, hey, guys. We, that will never happen again. We move... Well, don't say that, because we can, we can only respond appropriately so to the current events. True. And so that might happen again to you. But it's okay. We're all a family. It's okay. We're going to give you the three episodes this week, as we've promised you, at least in this portion of the quote-unquote non-season, the off-season. We're going to give you, I think, daily podcast once again, September 27th or that week, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. So um, you can expect it to be daily five times a week for the most part, coming up really at the end of September into October when the season is just about to start. But in the meantime, we're going to get to more of the mailbag questions that we did not get to the last time we released an episode. We still have plenty to choose from. Those, uh, I think we'll answer those questions in the last two segments today. We also got to talk about an interesting stat released by John Schumann of NBA.com about Terry Rozier. And we'll get to Terry Rozier and something really cool he did once again to start today's show off um, and uh, give some love to T. Rowe. So you look at Terry Rozier on Wednesday I think that's when it was released that Terry Rozier organized a team activity, a team workout for the entire Charlotte Hornet squad down in Miami. And I think everyone was uh, was in attendance. Not everybody was in, in 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 attendance. And actually, shout out to Pre Malone, Panthers Mafia, for pointing flagging this and pointing this out. And then shout out to y'all for not really just yelling at me for getting the entire story wrong because I was like, wait, it's just Terry and, and the rotation guys. Then no, it became Terry and the rookies. Uh, uh, Terry, the rotation guys, and the rookie and some of the rookies. Then no, it became oh no, everybody is down there. They took the entire team down to Miami Walker and, and like we talk about. I talk about the people stuff a lot. And I'm very, very a big stickler on that because I think for a lot of the portions of this of, of basketball discourse, you don't we, we get stuck on numbers and what a player is and what he's not and this, that and the third. And I understand that. But having the entire team there down there three weeks in advance of the season before official OTAs, official training, and they're all getting trained up. They're all getting to know each other three weeks in advance. And some of the videos you can hear, like, Terry wants the playoffs this year. Terry wants the second round. Now, granted, there is a financial incentive for him getting to the second round. But at the same time, this is really kind of cool to see this entire team come down there. And I know one other thing that we've talked about before is the lack of leadership. Who's going to be the vocal leader? I think that question is now dead. 
I think we know the answer to that one. I mean, Terry, Terry's always been an established leader. I, I think really ever since he stepped in with the Charlotte Hornets, I think it only got more prominent as his, so he served more time with the Charlotte Hornets organization, but Terry's always adopted that role pretty well. He might've had to adapt to playing point guard to shooting guard very early on because of Devonte Graham's emergence, but Terry has always really taken that on very strong. And for him to organize these workouts down in Miami, it goes to prove how cool that is just it's another factor in Terry Rozier's leadership. Now, we do also know that Miles Bridges likes to go to down, uh, down to Miami and he likes to have a good mm-hmm. time. So, Miami, it's not like you're going out into the desert and practicing basketball and it's the only thing for you to do. They're going to be having some fun down in Miami, I would imagine so. But it's still great to I mean that would be awesome even if Terry was just having a birthday party down there and all of the rookies were attending the birthday party that would still be cool like and even so they're even practicing all together the only person I don't see by the way is Arnaldus Kuboka in this picture it was he the only one that did <laughs> him and Scotty Lewis him and Scotty Lewis are the only two that aren't on, on there and then also do I have to kind of say the quiet part out loud about this oh please like, do I love it when you do that so um, uh-huh. we know that there are a couple of players that aren't, how would I put this, um, probably vaccinated against COVID-19 yeah. and, and have had have put some anti-COVID-19 stuff out in the world on their social media. Are we sure that bringing, the, bringing them together in COVID central Florida is, is, is a good idea? Because I'm not so sure. No, we are not. We are not sure of that. We are not exactly sure that that is the best idea for PJ and miles. If those guys are indeed highly speculative, there are things that we've seen to maybe indicate that they are not, but it's still speculative. And I don't want this podcast to be destroyed if they are indeed vaccinated, but we've seen some things that kind of go against what somebody that is vaccinated might post via Snapchat, social media, any of those devices. And yes, you are right. Not it's okay for you to be worried about that, especially with a couple of those guys having been affected by COVID-19, whether it be contact tracing or anything like that twice just last year, but we can move on. Thank you for saying the quiet part out loud. I also wanted to give Terry Rozier some more praise because John Schumann put out this tweet about all of the guys that have been the most clutch over the past 25 years, according to some of the stats that they've kept, right? So here's the exact Mm -hmm. tweet. We have 25 years of clutch stats. Six guys have shot 40%, uh, 40% plus on 100 plus clutch three point attempts. And that includes the playoffs, or excuse me, maybe that's a restricting playoffs. And, but he said over that time. And CJ McCollum is currently the leader in the clubhouse. 150 attempts, 40.7%. It goes down basically the same percentage. Mike Miller, Jamal Murray, Ben Gordon, Dan Marley, DJ Augustine. How about two Bobcats? grades with Ben Gordon and DJ Augustine in that (laughs) that category. Um, What's crazy about this stat though, Nada, it's the fact that Terry Rozier isn't quite in that category yet because he's three point three three point attempts shy, but he's gone 46 of 97 and that equates to 47.4%. So to put that in perspective, again, CJ McCollum is the leader at 150 attempts in that category. Terry Rozier If he missed the next three shots that he took in that category, he'd still be at 46%. And that's almost 6% more than what CJ McCollum is. Look, that guy, it's, it's been fantastic to experience as a Charlotte Hornet fan. He has been crazy clutch in the most unusual of ways. 
as time dwindles down the clock in the fourth quarter, I think it, God, was it Minnesota uh, that, that he was cold the whole game, but then he hits this big time three. Like we've seen that. We know the golden state shot that he hit against the warriors. Terry Rogier, the Detroit, the Pistons is, one. I, I think about the, Pistons okay, is that game right? That they nearly lost at home and they should have shot, shot. He hit that three to win that game in despite being cold. Like there are a bunch of instances where Terry Rogier hit a massive shot to essentially seal the game or win the game, and despite not being able to hit the ocean from the boat. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of this. Yeah, I mean, he's been awesome. I thought that was just, it it goes to show you, right? Like, he doesn't have as many attempts. In fact, the only person with a similar amount of attempts in that category, it's Jamal Murray, who's 44 of 109, still to be shooting 47.4% in your 97 career attempts in that clutch category, and it be that much higher than the other six that qualify, you're going to be qualifying at some point this year it pretty it's it's remarkable to see what terry rogier has done in the waning minutes of a basketball game all right nada let's talk about direct tv because it's what everybody should be signing up for in fact a specific aspect of that how familiar does this sound you've got one device that lets you catch the game live you got another that lets you stream your favorite show you're watching sports highlights on your phone you've got your neighbor's best friend his best friend his brother's login for the good stuff it's too complicated I want to tell you about something simple to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part is that there's no annual contract, so you can get rid of the clutter and you can get rid of the confusion and you can get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more of DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com you can go visit. You do have to have a compatible device. It is required and also the content does vary by the package. All right, let's take a quick break and answer some of the questions we did not get to on Tuesday coming up next. This is Locked on Hornets. And the Google description here says on contracts made before June, where the wheat is deliverable in December, either wheat of the grades named or numbered, <laughs> B shares Batik of New York, N.B.A. So take that for what you will. It's a lot of information I just threw at you. I apologize. What was the grade? The Yeah, the wheat was graded uh, C minus. Let's get them on. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. You know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. We talk about it enough. We talk about the OGs, the coconut, the cherry barcia, the mint brownie, the double chocolate. All of them, all of the bars are wrapped in 100% chocolate and they're soft and they're easy to chew. You also have to figure out what limited flavor you like best. And the only way you can do that is by ordering these boxes as they come out so you have a big time group to choose from. They're healthy for you as well as tasting good. 17 to 18 grams of proteins in some of these bars. You don't have as many calories, even as low as 130 calories in some of these protein bars. They're also low in sugar, but they are high in fiber. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Nada, do you have a question that you want to start with first? I usually let you kind of pick and choose which one. So this episode's no different. What's one of these questions that you want to start with right off the bat? You know what? I, I will start with Patrick Connor because he start, and okay. I'll start with the fir- his second question. Because the first one, that, that requires a story. But mm-hmm. he asked, are pumpkin spice lattes the best thing ever? And I would tell you, no, they're not. 
not <laughs> you at just all. wanted to you just wanted to trash pumpkin spice latte. No, see, here's the thing. I do I think that pumpkin spice latte has, catch entirely too much heat? Yes, I do. Do I think that the overcorrection that we've seen over the last couple of years to where people think it's the best thing ever and want to freely admit it? Yeah, eh, okay. I, I see the overcorrection. But it's all right. It's just there. If I'm going to go get a latte flavor that's worth something, I'm going for the maple flavors. The maples are more mm, That rich. sounds good. The, those are rich. Those are de they, depth of flavor, my friend. I'm not going to be the one that, that downs pumpkin spice because a lot of the same things that you find in pumpkin spice you find in sweet potato pie. So I would be a hypocrite for, for bashing it. But at the same time, no, pumpkin spice lattes are not the best thing ever. Yeah, I've never had one. Do I need to have one? I mean, is it is it one of those things that you're going to call me an uncultured savage for? Or like, are you like, eh, it's okay that you haven't had one. You just probably need to try one at some point. I am surprised that you in a committed relationship have not been forced to at least sample a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. no, I, that's a good I, point. I'm legitimately surprised. And you know what? The fact that you haven't means that, you know what? That's the type of relationship everybody should strive for, where your <laughs> significant other does not push her favorite foods on you. Well, at least not the pumpkin spice lattes. The okay. pumpkin spice lattes have not been pushed upon me. I'm a fan of pumpkin beer, too, by the way. Like, I like that uh, uh, when fall comes around, brown sugar rim, putting it on like a southern tier or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a fan of the pumpkin beers, not are you with me on that? You know what? I can actually get with you on that. I can actually get with you on that. Those are actually kind of dope. I, I don't mind those. Um, I, I But the thing is, like, pumpkin beer and pumpkin spice latte are two different things. One, I'm drinking for the effect, and the other one I am drinking because, well, it's cold, and pumpkin spice latte is the only thing on the menu right now. Mm -hmm. And so early, too, by the way. The other thing about pumpkin spice latte that reminds me of is that I have no clue how to order a coffee outside of, like, two different things. The other day, I went to, in okay. fact, the coffee now, shop. Now you're about I, to get called an uncultured no, average. And that's fine. I deserve it. I still don't know how to order a coffee after, like, probably the last couple of years or so where I dabble to some degree in them. And I enjoy it. You know, I, I know what to do at Starbucks, right? I've got my Starbucks order down. I'm not overwhelmed anymore. I know exactly I put the war paint on, I walk in the door, and I'm ready to go. I can't be phased. Leave me alone. This is what I'm getting, and I can't be straight from it. But the other coffee shops, for instance, Dunkin' Donuts I went to, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to get a macchiato. It's going to be fine, mm -hmm. and this is what I order at these other places. But it was just a flat, original macchiato. Didn't put any caramel in it, which I like the sweet stuff. You can clown me for that if you want to. That's fine. No, but no, no. man, that thing was strong. That thing was strong, and I hated it, and I didn't put the caramel in there because it went on the menu, nada, and I didn't know all of you coffee professionals. I didn't realize that it was just understood every other place, every one of these places. They've got the flavoring. It just might not be listed on the menu. I didn't know that. I ordered this big old original macchiato, whatever the hell it's called, and I hated every bit of it. Walker. We mm -hmm. we gonna have to, we gonna have to do, we gonna, we gonna have to work on that. Like this is disappointing. <laughs> Should like, I have not admitted that? Um, no, not at all. Like like literally, you first things first. I know where you live, so ninety percent of this is my disappointment that you live in a spot where there is really good original local coffee shops. Yeah, and you choose not to go with them. You choose to go to Dunkin' Donuts of all places. I was at the airport, Nada. Chill, okay? I wasn't around here. I was in the airport. I was coming back from Chicago, and it's not like I can try one of the local places. I'm with you. 
I'm going to, I've tried some of the local places and I've had my mistakes there. I went to the seventh street coffee station okay. not too long ago and I ordered what I thought was something that would resemble a normal cup of coffee. And they serve it to me in this like three ounce glass. And I looked crazy pretentious. So I was like, Oh yeah, look at me. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> anyway, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was completely ridiculous that I did that and I had no clue what I was doing. All right, let's move on. Patrick Connor also writes in what's your favorite celebrity moment. Now that you've met decent amount of what you would call celebrities, like sports celebrity is different than yeah. what everybody else would call celebrities. And so we've probably had more instances with the former given our line yeah. of work. Um, but do you have one that comes to the top of the dome or do you want me to go first? Um, ramp meeting rampage Jackson at a, um, Oh, that's a good one. I didn't know that. I met Quentin rampage Jackson. Ironically, not even at a UFC event. I was doing a press junket for up rocks and it was actually, actually it was the press junket that I met Ricky Carmichael. Like it was like one big, like motor event, like one big supercross event out in Vegas and Quentin rampage Jackson. I met him. Um, I've nearly run into the owner of uh, the principal owner of the Charlotte Hornets trying to get to my seat. Um, and I mean, is that one Michael Jordan? That is that be, who you might be referring that, to? That would be, um, I've done that. I've met Charlemagne, the God, um, very, very short individual. Maybe that, five, that, two, five, that's, three. that's a good one too. My bad. Sorry. That's um, a good one. I, I think those are the top three that come to mind because again, you got to remember I did, I spent nine months in Bristol, Connecticut, basically working on sports center. So at some point people came around. I met, I, I again, I met Isaiah Thomas, um, uh, not, not like the great, the hall of famer, Isaiah Thomas, but itty bitty Isaiah Thomas. Um, but like, those are like, I've been around celebrities before and it's still the same thing. Like I just try not to look like an idiot next to them. And that, that's, about oh, of it. course, that's it. Um, the, the one that comes to mind and he's not even really a celebrity, but Michael Collins, okay. He works at ESPN <laughs> and he covers golf for them. I think he, I forget what his handle is, but I think it's ESPN caddy and he's a former comedian and he's one of these guys that actually incorporates comedy into his reports all the time. He's really good. Michael Collins is the man, a, a fantastic interview. Anytime he comes on with us on seven 30, the game, which is a little too infrequent. We'd love to have him more, but Michael Collins one time when the the PGA championship was here in Charlotte and being held at quail hollow. They had these trailers set out kind of close to just the media area. I mean, just where everybody you could go use the bathroom, go get something to eat, you know, whatever it was kind of all in that same area. And they had a media section carved off. Well, the trailers, right. They had the very, it was hard to explain. Like they were nice bathrooms, the exterior looked awful because again, they were trailers that they brought in, but the bathrooms looked like they were attached to the clubhouse and they were exquisite. So I went in there and Michael Collins. Yep. That's right. We uh -huh. use the urinal right next to one another. So it's the most famous dude I've ever peed next to is one Michael <laughs> Collins. That's the, that's the celebrity run in that I have. Now it might be weird when you ask me what my favorite celebrity moment is. And I give you the Michael Collins ping next to him story. I don't know if I would call it the favorite, but it might be the most interesting celebrity moment that I have met a few others, just, yeah. you know, sports guys. I've met a lot. I, I've seen a lot of people at airports before. I, I don't know if you have the same thing, but I've got like an all-star team of athletes where I've seen a LaShawn McCoy at the Atlanta airport. Really? 
I've seen Kimball Walker at the Charlotte airport and he had his bucket hat on kind of pointed over his, his face to of not course. be recognized and nobody did, but I clearly knew it was Kimball Walker. He actually had a Kimball Walker bucket hat. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I don't know if there's an all-star team. I saw Brian Roberts Hornet great oh, in geez. the Atlanta airport as well. Uh, there, there was a famous college baseball player, Garrett Whittles, who had that big long time hitting streak going for like UIF or something like that. I've had some run-ins with uh, famous celebrities at via the sports world before. All right, let's take a quick break. You don't have to hear about my weird celebrity run-ins anymore. We'll take a quick break and ask some more uh, answers, some more questions sent in by you, the listeners in the final segment of the lockdown Hornets podcast. This is locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that. Unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed. And I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to the website on your laptop or your mobile device, and you can check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information they provide. Again, head to the website. You can use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. It's your online sportsbook experts. All right, Nada, what's the next question you want to get to? Let's see. Let's take a look at these questions because we have a whole bunch. You know what? My man, again, I talked about this um, on Twitter on Saturday, and I mentioned I made the greatest eggplant parmesan. So my dude, Ha, and a whole bunch of numbers that I'm just not going to. <laughs> That's right. I'm just not. I'm sorry. But he was like, best way to cook eggplant parmesan. And I, mm. I know that you do a little, you, you dab a little bit in the kitchen. So I do. So the first thing, the, the way I'm going to answer it is this. First things first, you absolutely have to have a mandolin. Just man, now, granted, with the mandolin, I would suggest going to get the iron glove, like the glove made of metal, so that you do not slice slice off your fingertips. I've seen. So that. we're playing music while we're playing, oh, or yeah. while we're cooking eggplant parmesan. The mandolin is what you want to go get. I know. You I'm know sorry. That. I had to. I, I'm sorry. I had to. Go ahead. How dare you? <laughs> you. Uh, I have to break out uncultured savage twice in a podcast. Come on now. I yeah. haven't had to do that in years. I'm sorry, I had it. I, I heard mandolin, and that's what I wanted to go with. Carry on. Okay, then. So let, so you get the you slice it nice and thin. You fry it up really crispy. You absolutely have to get panko breadcrumbs in the, in the breadcrumb mix. And mm -hmm. also, homemade sauce. Fellas, ladies, make your own sauce. Trust me on this one. You get some San Marzano, some cans of San Marzano, a bunch of pepper flakes, salt, pepper, a little bit of sugar, and blend it up. Get an immersion blender, blend it up, throw that on there. A little bit of the poly string, uh, poly block, full milk mozzarella cheese, and then once you're all done with that, sit bake, 350 degrees for about 30 minutes, and then on top of that, you broil it for another five. And you have yourself some awesome eggplant parmesan. You're welcome, people. That sounds delicious. I don't know if I could carry that out over the podcast. I'd have to look that recipe up, but it sounds fantastic. I'm glad you were able to give the people the answer on that one. 
I did not have to. Let's answer Eddie Clemens' question. He asked another potential question for Lockdown Hornets. Thank you, Eddie, as always. Between the Hornets and the Panthers, which team has the better chance to end their season with a winning record? Also, which team has a better chance to make the playoffs? Interesting question, Nada. I think for me, 17 games now instead of yeah. 16 for the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if that makes it harder or easier. I mean, maybe if you're just talking about the better teams having a larger sample size, the better teams are going to prevail a little more. So uh, worried about the offensive line, like we can evaluate the Panthers all we want. I probably expect them to finish seven and 10, and I don't expect that to get them to the playoffs and it's not going to be a winning record. Can I see the Hornets? going a game above 500. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I can. And so for me, I'm going to go with the Hornets having a better chance to finish their season with a winning record. But when it comes to the, yeah, with the playoffs, that's going to be tough too. I, I'm going to say the team that has a better chance to make the playoffs this year, just because you can see losing records, get in via winning the division. That's not going to happen with Carolina though. You know what? Screw it. I'm going Hornets, both areas. I think Hornets are the Ooh. answer winning record playoffs. I think the Hornets are the answer compared to the Carolina Panthers in both scenarios. See, that's the thing. I would disagree a little bit. I think that the Hornets have a better chance of getting a winning record. I also think the East has gotten so much better to the point where 43 wins. Again, we're talking about 42, 43 wins may only get you into a play-in situation, not actual full playoff situation. The pa Carolina Panthers have a better chance at the playoffs because there are so many bad teams in and 17 games. And more importantly, there's still COVID and COVID's going to have its way with a lot of these teams before it's all said and done. So I, I'm going to split the baby per se. And I'm going to say Hornets for a better chance of over 500 Panthers for playoffs. All right. I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets in both scenarios. He also asked Nada, this one's all for you. I'm getting married. Any advice for a oh, young KV buck? McKinley? Uh, yeah, th this is another. Uh, oh, this is a KV McKinley yeah. question. Excuse me, Eddie Clemens. Thank you for your question. This is KV McKinley writing in. I'm getting married. Congratulations, KV. Awesome. Good to hear about that. Any advice for a young buck? I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> um, I ain't got. The, I don't know. This is going to be the interest. This is going to be the easiest answer. Just say yes, honey. I want to go. Yes, just, just just say yes. Just it, it, there are going to be points when you're not going to be able to say. You, you, there are going to be points where you're going to have to put your foot down. They are few mm -hmm. and far in between, and you better make sure that battle is worth it. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? That's the question that you need to ask yourself. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Because if you want to be the former, cool. Just realize what it comes with. If you want the latter, just say yes. All right. Good advice, Nada. Thank you very much. I'm going to take that myself when that day comes. Maxton Artist, he writes in, which Suicide Squad movie did y'all like better? I've only seen the Will Smith one. Uh, and it was it was fine. You know me, I don't get all bent out of shape for these superhero movies. I like some of them, you know, but it's not like I need to go watch them. Only seen the first Suicide Squad and it was totally fine. That's the, that's all I got. Well, I would tell you this. Um I have enjoyed I, I I enjoyed both. I would say the second one only because of King Shark and it's pretty good. I highly suggest you see the second one. And that's about it because there, it really wasn't like that memorable for me, but it was, I just don't remember being visually disgusted or visibly disgusted as soon as I left the theater for it. So, you know what? Oh, wow. It's the second one. 
but <laughs> okay no that that character does sounds like uh does sound like a cool one all right let's get to doug's nada he says rank the frozen oh, ice pop flavors freezy pops is what i call them. what do you call them um uh, again i call them ices you call them ice. I call them freezy pops. What are the best flavors, the colors? And he also says blue is the goat. This isn't really a question. He's just telling us what to do. And then he's also telling us he's basically just giving us a script and mm-hmm. to read it. Blue is number one. And then we got to have, I guess, pick our, our next best flavors. I don't disagree with him a ton on this. No, he's you know, wrong. He, he's I wrong. mean, he's wrong. I, I, I think here's where I'm going to go with. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with pink first. I think blue is second. I'm a fan of orange. I'm going to go green four as long as it's lime. If you give me this green apple stuff, then it's dead last. But give me green four. I'll go red five. Red number five. And, the, and then grape six. But I like all of them. Pina colada and mango are dead last, right? Like yeah, those are the, those are I, by I, far I, the two I can, See, here's the thing. I was going to, I, I was going to say because... Maybe Doug has had to do extra stuff because he's going to be an expecting father. Maybe just the fatigue and the exhaustion of doing everything for the Locked On Hornets, Locked On Network, and then this has caused his brain to go haywire. But clearly, you want to jump off the bridge with him because the (laughs) the first and only, like, the cherry red is the only answer that matters. Everything else after that is literally just like again cherry red chasm everybody else that's the only thing that matters it's good it's a it's a good freezy pop it's top five but it's number five it's not pina colada and mango which are always the last two flavors to be available grape is the third to last uh flavor that's always going to be available even though i like it and the other ones are all good like i'm excited for any of those flavors unlike the previous three that i just mentioned but red if you made me choose I'm going with the other ones first. I'm going, I'm going lime green, uh, going blue raspberry, pink. That's that's what I'm going, man. So that that's the definitive ranking of the Freezy Pops, and that's how we'll end the show today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. As always, appreciate your support and appreciate our sponsors, Built Bar. Uh, we also have Sweatblock. Also want to thank rockauto.com, everyone. That is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA, Hollinger and Duncan, really any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day, and we will give you a third episode this week. Come tomorrow.